take a shot of apple cider vinegar. It's Fat Fridays. <laughs> You'll need apple cider vinegar after your weekend ahead. What, uh, what does that mean? Just that you have a fat weekend. Oh, no, I'm going to be pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty good. What episode number are we? Uh, 398. 398. It's you rattled, talk you, you rattled <laughs> yourself. <laughs> no, mate, I didn't rattle myself at all. That was brilliant. Did I you need, not like that? Nah, I need my headphone volume down. Something shocking. Oh, okay. Someone's right. turned it up like full blast. I need my headphone volume on. Oh, well, this, uh, is, this is what happens. Oh, right. yeah. I, I don't think I actually plugged Dills in. <laughs> okay, all right. I reckon well, we can get away with it for yeah, today. I'll yeah. take one side off. Uh, happy Fat Friday, Gronk. Is it really that bad? No, nah, it's okay. Okay. Happy Fat Friday, you absolute Gronk. Uh, uh, good to be here. Thank um, you for having me. And uh, thank you for being here. The, um, the episode yesterday with Julian, mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, it was, oh, really? it was so much fun. An hour and 50 minutes, our longest episode ever, I think. It is. It is for sure. Um, I think so, yeah. Dill's yeah. nodding. Dill's nodding, is. although mm-hmm. you can't hear anything. I checked the stats last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, we, the, I mean, you led with the tapioca flour in the mm-hmm. title of the video yes. and podcast. No one's going to know what the fuck that means. Was that the idea of it? Because I saw uh, it, I was like, oh, is that a missed opportunity? Yeah, well, I was thinking from a search engine optimization point of view, you could have dialed it in. I don't know how many people are so searching tapioca yeah. flour. Yeah, but I think it, it got a lot of coverage on the show. Yeah, so I thought we'd give it some more coverage today because the, the tapioca flour, the backstory is it's a ingredient in some of Josh's favourite waffles. Mm-hmm. And they come from a cafe called Patch, which a friend of mine used to own. It's now been sold a couple of times since oh, really? then. Two. Yeah, two times. Okay. So Tommy sold it, then someone else bought it. Um, but it's all paleo, so they, you know, they they do it. Basically, you have ordered probably four thousand dollars worth of these waffles. Yeah, the showstopper. And I thought today <laughs> I'll go. I'll actually go and get the showstoppers mm-hmm. for us. The only problem is I get there, and have you seen how they make these things? I'm guessing they use a waffle lion. Yeah, but they have like a big batch and then they sort of make them mm-hmm. and then put them aside. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was only one serving left. But they can just make more. No, no, no. They were making more, but it takes... The thing like is, these aren't, these aren't like just um, flour and water and then put them into a fucking machine. Yeah. They're like pumpkin, whatever, it was, you know, all the shit that's in them, Tapioca right? Tapioca flour, yeah. Tapioca flour. Takes, takes time. I've sat there watching them make them before. Because I could imagine making them... If I could get the recipe on a Sunday, I think it could be You'd a great. Make them? I think it could be a cool Sunday tradition. Well, luckily, because there was one left, but it means that you Gronks are going to miss out. But let's, well, let's um, have a, let's have a that, that was complete silence from the room. <laughs> Very disappointed. <laughs> you can do that. You okay, can do it. it. Oh, we need. A should I mention the hair? Oh, is that a hair? Oh, that's my hair. That's your hair. That's okay. my hair. Right. Let's show ha- it to the camera. Okay. All right, I'm showing the camera. Oh, I need to be able to see it too. It's you okay. know they've changed their box. Have that? Tommy D was very into the biodegradable. Let's do a dandruff dab. Yeah, I know. It's you know what I told myself to do a dandruff <laughs> oh, dab. Oh, there they are. It, so it looks very good. The the one thing I'll say is, can I sniff it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells exactly the same. Yeah, Does no, it? it's perfect. The the <laughs> thing I'm interested in trying. I want the guys to try some as well. I think we could half the uh, we could do quarters of the waffle. I think do you have a few bites because okay. this isn't. It's not ideal for Fat Fridays that we don't have a shitload of food because okay. that should be the... All right. So, But the great thing about these also is the ice cream that's on it. What is it? Well, it's a um, coconut ice cream. It's a Koyo brand, the Koyo brand. Mm. Um, they look good. I'm just getting they, a little photo here. 
there was a time where I was just buying the ice cream. I realized that I loved the ice cream and would just have that mm-hmm. as I well. Just, let's just have a bite first and okay. then I reckon we just pass it okay. around. Here we go. I was using knife and fork for waffles. Is that normal? Yes. I don't know. It's pretty messy if you don't. All right. So the thing is they're very dense. It's almost like a cake. Is it? There we go. All right. I feel like I'm on one of those um, <laughs> master chef <laughs> type thing. Here we go. Let's, um, mm. What's the review? Mm. Changed owners. Man, it's good. It's good? Mm. Can I have some? In a sec. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, well, just, if I have a little bit more in there, I won't have any more. It's um, the other great, like they put frozen fruit on it. They do some of these flower things, which don't bother. <laughs> don't bother with the flowers. All right, there we go. All right, right I'm done. There's maple syrup as well. There's, ber- there's like um, berries. So you want to try and get the whole. The whole thing oops, is it's like, it's like a healthy version, right? Do you reckon, I wonder how, so I was watching the, um, we follow a dietitian, the Savvy Dietitian, I think that's her Instagram Mm. handle. The sugar, like normal lollies versus the 25% lower sugar lollies, Mm. like three calories different, like hardly any difference. I wonder what the difference is calorie wise on this. Um, Well, I'll tell you what, um, there's one thing about these waffles. Patch, don't do the showstopper no more. <laughs> we made these from Woolworths. <laughs> you actually made these. <laughs> well, the fuck p- off. The p- <laughs> <laughs> Happy Fat Friday. With the flour. <laughs> no, we didn't make these. These are packet shitty quality waffles with $2 ice cream and frozen berries. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby. These are the high-calorie waffles with no calories. I never even eat waffles, normal waffles. Yum. I'll tell you what, they are dense, Josh. They're very dense. It almost like cake-like. It is frozen berries. And I did get the flowers from my mate who's the chef at Patch. I'll tell you the backstory. Dylan, you can polish off those shitty waffles. So you only you could have made more then. Do we, we have a whole thing of koyo? We have a but no, it's not even koyo. It's shitty vanilla two dollar <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you the story. Okay. Um, I, I dropped off Amy this morning. Well, because you said before before on last night, uh, you said how about I go past Patch? Yeah, and I'll do the showstopper stuff. You're getting it at seven thirty. We're going to press record on yeah. the show at eight thirty. It's now 8.46. Uh, all was going to plan. I dropped off Amy and I went to Patch and I got myself a little coffee. I bumped into the chef that I know there who used to work there years ago. And so mm. it was great. I was like, oh, mate, fucking doing this thing today on the podcast. Um, we wanted to get the waffles. Mm. He's like, we don't do the waffles anymore. Well, because it wasn't on Uber Eats, but I thought that must have been just because they really struggled with the transportation of the Koyo ice cream. Two years they haven't been on the menu. <laughs> It is actually white. Like you can, if you go on to the Uber Eats yeah, app, yeah, yeah. it's whited out. So I was pretty disheartened and I was like, oh, I'm going to call JJ. I, I, I wanted to I wanted to have a good Fat Fridays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, you're not, to be clear, you're not really bumping into, if you go to someone's workplace, yeah. it's not really a bump in. You no, just no, went no. to their workplace and you I saw them. I went to them. their workplace. But we, ha- we have good banter because I, I had a baby at the same time. He, him and his wife are having a baby. Mm-hmm. And so we had baby chat, mm-hmm. which was lovely. They're expecting a new bub. And so I, I walked back to the car with a coffee and I thought, fuck, what can I do? I was like, what if I go back in and get 
the box or a box with patch on it and some of the flowers. I reckon I could convince Josh that these are the showstopper waffles I did from think, Patch. I did think of the frozen strawberry was a bit pop. <laughs> but, but I'll have you know that you said, yeah. oh, it's great. They do frozen berries. <laughs> and so I, I, call, I, came, I came into the office. I was like, deal. Here's what's going to happen. And we jumped in the car and we drove down to Woolworths and we searched Did you do that in the car or something? Or how, when did you actually make it? Oh, yeah. Sorry about the ice cream. That was done with my fingers because I didn't That's have fine. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, oh, it's interesting how they do it nowadays. And so I actually thought I got it quite, quite oh, perfect. It tastes, the funny thing is, I'll tell you where I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in when you said we made these. I straight away went to... You've got the recipe. This is the best oh. news ever. <laughs> so that's where I went. But oh. look, this is still really, I mean, I'm uh, super grateful. Uh, it was delicious. I mean, the thing that is, are these the packet ones that we go past, that we yeah, walk past? I mean, they were on special. They were $3 and they had come in a packet of four Belgium waffles that are full of sugar. They're, <laughs> they're absolutely <laughs> fucked, to be honest. But it is Fat Friday, so it is It did on taste brand. sweet. I think the thing was, because it had been a couple of years since I had them, I was like, wow, it does taste a lot sweeter <laughs> than I remember. I'm so glad I could get you on this one. <laughs> uh, we did also, I put into our Slack channel, yeah. uh, Oz Bargain. Oh, yeah, the the, um, the big yum. You know, I was the Have face you heard of the coffee. No, so I don't understand. Remember the big yum? Yeah, the, the coffee thing. But what is big yum? I think big yum is their branding. Mr. 97, big yum is like the... The coffee, the big size coffee. So maybe there's something around you need to buy coffee and then you get <laughs> today before 12, not that this is relevant to anyone watching, you can get a free pie, which I think 3D Deal will be heading over there because oh, we've... Where is Coles Express around it's here? It's literally diagonally across Pump oh, Road, Hobble right. Street. And so you can get yourself a yeah, pie. I mean, so you have to say, what's the word, the code word? Oh, I don't know. Mr. Was, 97, can you pull it up? On cheesy. Cheesy. So you've just got going. to go up. Can you just walk up and just... Don't say another word. Don't say anything else. Cheesy. Your, can you say it now in your accent? Cheesy. Cheesy. <laughs> I think that's really because apparently it's connected with a radio station, Triple M. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, but how many people are actually doing that? Because I saw in the comments some people thought it was a stitch up. Mm. Which is a funny idea, <laughs> setting a, a code word that doesn't exist. We love a good stitch up. I want you to stitch me up, Josh. I I, I will do I find it like I think these are all such low level yeah, stitch ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm never going to fucking yeah. hurt you or, or embarrass you. you. Yeah. I've just got diabetes now. <laughs> but it's all funny. Like I, w I wouldn't do something that would really rattle you. I don't <laughs> think because I thought about this. And I was like, it's such yeah. low level. Yeah, no, it's, it's annoying that that we need some form of content <laughs> for the show. So what happens? How many waffles did you get in the pack? Four. Oh, four. But okay. Yeah, I don't even want them. What I think we can do is treat ourselves to some breakfast burritos after the show. It's where from? I don't know. I reckon we could find okay, them online. Yeah. Have you been thinking about breakfast burrito since we well, had Julian on? Yeah. I, I'm going to say, Jules, uh, I hope that you're not deaf because I reckon he was wearing these headphones and I don't, and maybe he was too polite to say anything. Really? They're so fucking loud. I think I need can them I, down. Let's just switch so I can yeah, hear yeah, what right, you're let's hearing. Um, well, it's a bit of a mess. Oh, yeah. Talk oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is quite loud. <laughs> it's really loud. This is so much nicer. Where are my headphones anyway? I had a pair down here. Did Mr. 97 come and grab them? 
Who? No, I mean, Dill's got a pair. I mean, actually, it's not Blame Mo- it's not Blame Monday, so I can't really uh, be going no, hard. Next Julian, he's going to be fucking deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that yeah, with Jules' no, headphones? It's too much. You too turn much. them down, I'm just going to we'll turn swap it, it over. Isn't it funny that it, t- it takes me to put them on to <laughs> turn it down? Well, you're closer to the actual little things. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's been a good week. It's been a great week. What's mm. been your highlight 3D deal? Um, I finally got into dabbling with Premiere Pro. Like, I finally built up the confidence to tackle it because I always thought it was kind of a confusing software mm. and didn't feel confident in it. But uh put my put my foot in the ring and uh tackling some stuff. Now. This will impress Josh. Should we swap back? Yeah. Because I can't reach these. This will I think be you'll uh-huh. be your happy headphones are working to three D deal. You can put them on if you want. Um when we started this business, not that not that you if you don't care about Dill, video your head, editing, your headphones work now. It doesn't matter to you. But I used to use a program called Final Cut Pro, mm-hmm. which I started on. And the whole reason I started on it was because it's an extension of iMovie. Uh, because it's like it's got the same. Uh, Apple bought it from somebody else. Years, oh, yeah, like, that would have been yeah, years and years and yeah, years. Yeah, but then they did ago. a full overhaul of the yeah, yeah. interface. Well, the, the overall the, the interface, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Could I have? It's very admin heavy, guys. You should probably watch the go to the dailytalkshow.com and watch the the video. Yeah. We do film every single episode. So um, yeah, they did a what? Well, so Final Cut Pro was very similar to Premiere Pro in style for years and years and years. Like I I started using Final Cut in two thousand and six. Yeah. I st- but I actually was using Premiere Pro before that in like two thousand and four. Yeah. So it was a certain style. And then in, I think, about 2010, they completely did an overhaul and of that, the software. Yeah, and then I downloaded it in 2012. Called and that's what, Final Cut X. Final Cut X. 10. Yeah. Final Cut 10, yeah. And so I started using that, and it was easy. And it's a good transition, and it's great on Mac computers. Mm. It's flawless. It's fast. It's, you know, it's great. Well, it's, they have it, the magnetic timeline. So baby can just chuck any footage and it just moves yeah. it all across. I think it's like Duplo. All industries have something where there's a bunch of like professionals that squoff, scoff at people who use a certain, I could imagine hairdressers like, oh, you use those scissors or, yeah. you know, you, you, you use that blow dryer, yeah. you know, like, couldn't you imagine? It's like, uh, you drive that Ute. If I was a hairdresser, I'd definitely have one of the Dyson, like um, hair dryers. Oh, is there a, is there a Dyson hair dryer? Yeah, oh, I mean they do everything. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. It came out about maybe two years ago. I've never seen silkier hair <laughs> than Silky hair. Smooth. Than the, what's that from? <laughs> it's from um, Return of the Zohan. You know the uh, you Adam quote that. Uh, silk, silk, silk. I feel like I need to watch that tonight. Yeah, it's <laughs> so fucking funny. Anyway, the 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 battle in the video space is, uh, oh, you use Final Cut mm. over Premiere Pro, and so there's like I I always didn't give a shit. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. it's about the fucking story, bro. It's yeah. about the story. It's about the fucking you know. It's not it's not the um what is it? It's not the tool. Yeah, it's what you do with the tool, mm. <laughs> well, which which makes sense. It which is, I, which I do agree with. But if, the thing is that if you're using the tool all the time, yeah, it can also consider like because they work differently. I think that the way that you interact with it will actually shape the way that you tell stories. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, hundred percent. But it's also like if you're if you're making shit videos and you're using Premiere Pro. It's not Premiere Pro. Yeah. It's your shit skills yeah. that you need to increase. And so when we started the business, we were both on different platforms. Yeah, which is very hard. Yeah. I was I mean, using Premiere. You were using Final Cut. Yeah, which they don't play. They yeah. don't play nicely mm-hmm. together. 
And so there was some pain points there, but I've started using Premiere and I haven't used Final Cut in ages. And it's, it's almost like you see the light. Mm. <laughs> but well, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know whether if... you're, I, I mean, this is part of the 180, the Tommy Jacket. We'll look back at the 180 <laughs> of Tommy Jacket and one of the, like coming to the dark side. It's like <laughs> positive attitude and all of a sudden Premiere, like which chicken or the egg? So I, I am... All for Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro hasn't changed. There wasn't a fucking no, massive I know, update. I know, but maybe they've been indoctrinated yeah. into into the circle yeah. of Premiere Pro. But I, but I still have the firm belief that it like what what's easier. What, do the thing that will have the le- least amount of barriers to mm. start if you yeah. haven't ever used a program, and if you have a Mac computer that's like you know before twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. get Final Cut. It's yeah. so much fun. It will just make your life. So much easier. I mean, you're very sort of scarred from your um, early entrance into video life. You refer to things like the fucking uh, tapes in the bin where they've been cut. Like you have yeah, this yeah. recall, like I was telling the guys back in the day. So we film this and we take a stick out, we put it into the computer and it's like it's the footage is there. Mm. Back I in love the that day. you call it a stick. <laughs> memory card. <laughs> memory card. Funny I'm trying to be relatable to people yeah, I'm that just don't imagining give a fuck like about a USB stick <laughs> on the side of the camera. It's just like it's funny. No, but don't but knock the stick. We just take it, drop it in, done. Whereas when Josh first started, he would take his computer, his camera that had a tape in it, yeah. and you'd have to play it back for the real duration of the time you film. And that's that's not even that old school. Like I, there's people yeah. who are probably listening who have, were doing it in like the late nineties, mm. where it was like even more ridiculous than oh. what you had to do. But the the thing that I love, there's a couple of things I want to bring back to editing in 2019 that I've lost along the way. What is it? And one of them is having a TV screen that you can view your footage on. Yeah. Because when when I was editing back in like 2005, you had to have a TV connected to your computer because I was editing for Channel 31, which is like oh, a community yeah, yeah, yeah. station here in, in Melbourne. And you need to make sure that if you didn't like deinterlace something, it would mm. be flickery on the screen yeah. or shit like So you had to – what you saw on the computer wasn't what you saw on the TV – and so I would love for us to be able to have all of our edit stations. Play that's, on a TV. I mean, it's not thing. even it, playing for TV. We're not trying to see if no. it's TV ready or if it's well, like. Well, there's, there's an argument that you should eventually, we should have it set up so, I don't even know if this is really, there's, a, there's software within web design that does it with, like for um, checking responsiveness where you can oh, load yeah. a web page and it will go on all of your devices. That's cool. Imagine that. Imagine us pressing play for IGTV. Yeah. And it plays on an iPhone. I think what I love about our combo is that you have that old jaded video mm. guy and crusty. I'm of that, what are you talking about? Just yeah. take the stick out and mm. put it in. You know, like yeah. it's, there is, you see how I see your, the barriers mm-hmm. and you see mine, right? It's like, yeah. and then it's like meeting in the middle is perfect because your way actually means that we're, 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 we're hitting those boundaries, like making sure that shit's perfect or as close to it well, as just make need. sure that like if you've ever had data loss or whatever all of a sudden you become a little bit more sort of pedantic about you make, that sort of shit. you make it sound like a, i don't use protection <laughs> well with my data potential maybe you haven't had an std to know what it feels no like, i've you know? never had a i've never had a disc never okay no i've been tested yeah when you're when you're single how often would someone get tested for an std well if you haven't had sex probably not worth testing for an std okay. 
Um, 97 get, no, gets them done weekly. S- they're not STDs, <laughs> to be sure, Josh. To be sure, Fuck, to be sure. You're STIs, old, man. STIs. Yeah. That's so offensive. Saying <laughs> STDs. <laughs> Mate, it is confronting going to the doctor and saying, have a look at me penis. What's this? But you don't even have to do that, can't you? Just be like, can you just check my bloods? Whatever it's like. And then it's like, anything no, weird? Say, any chlamydia? What, what for? Uh, uh, I think it might be low in iron, but just no. check everything. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's scary. Like, you, uh, oh, if you're testing for chlamydia or whatever it is. How do you check, test for chlamydia? Uh, I think it's blood test or urine sample. Get on that. Either one. As in check <laughs> blood test or urine sample. But they also test for... As in look it up on they the... All, they also test for AIDS and yeah. things like that. And so you're like, oh, fuck. Anyway, nothing's ever happened to me, which is good. Yeah. It's good. For my friends... Some haven't been so lucky. So you were talking about Final Cut Pro and Premiere Pro, which naturally went to Yeah, SCIs. but I was just thinking about how yeah. I've become, like I saw someone editing on Final Cut and mm. I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you which, definitely. This person was treating Final Cut exactly like they treat how you use Premiere. Yeah. So I was like, at some point, I think the difference in how I edit now, which uh, it's, it's very systematized. Like I know how to structure things and then I can actually go, I'll work on this piece, this piece, this piece, and then slap it together mm-hmm. and it's done. Whereas before you used to be like fucking working on four different things yeah. within the same thing, which is, this is boring for people, but I just thought you might like to know because I hadn't told you yet that I... You've converted. Uh, yeah. And 3D Deal has been killing it on Premiere Pro. All the, la- the latest snippets have been done by 3D Deal. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if we get thrown under the bus on Instagram based on yeah. content that goes out. <laughs> it's my fault. It's because, it's just, yeah. Well, it is. Well, last night I was like, because I'm trying to, I'm going to slowly, I'm starting to disconnect a little bit. Like on the weekend, I'm going to spend less time on my phone. I'm happy with that because mm-hmm. the the retirement was only how many weeks ago, you know, months ago, and then you've come back on to social media and then... Uh, well, you thought that I had... The funny thing is that when I did the social media retirement, you were laughing at me and saying, mate, you're not retired. No, you but weren't. N- but, but now you see what I'm like now that I'm not retired. You can yeah. see the difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a... I mean, <laughs> I'm comparing you to a, to a drug Junkie. addict. That's fine. Yeah. But it's like the, the one that's like, now nah, I'm going through recovery. The person who is in recovery and relapses but then goes back into recovery is doing less heroin yeah, <laughs> than that the person was my who's retirement. just a flat-out junkie. Yeah. And so you, my friend, yeah. were in recovery mm-hmm. but just dabbling yeah. and then going back to your meetings yeah. and then dabbling. But now I'm just you're just blown. on the street. You're walking down Victoria Street. Mm-hmm. Ah. Just all the time. Just <laughs> <laughs> just swiping, swiping. Your disappointment yesterday. We haven't talked about this, but in Australia, um, it's quite fitting. Yesterday, uh, Jul- Julian, yeah. who was living in Canada, we got three to deal here. It was the first country that brought in uh, no, like taking, removing the likes mm-hmm. visually, and Australia have now implemented it on Instagram. Doesn't bother me at all. One interesting note is this shows the sort of junkie I am. Found a loophole. What I did think was it could be like the jelly bean in the jar. You have to guess. Where is it? No, no, the jelly bean in the jar, the guessing the number of jelly beans. And so you could get a prize. So it's like on each post you could even Stusso wrote in one. He's like, you guys have 36 likes. Well, he, he knows. He must have to go no, and no, go no, count it. Yeah, which is not hard. Yeah, I know. But if you once, I mean, people who get thousands. Because yeah. if you don't know what happens, your account in the back end, you can see the likes, mm-hmm. but other people can't see how many likes he got. Yeah. So what we say? 
Um, you uh, know what I was, I was saying? Uh, like when you posted last night, yeah. first thing I did was click the others button and just one, two, three. No yeah, way yeah. you did it. Which is probably because they've set that. No, but I'm just curious. Uh, don't look at me like that, 97. Did you find out the chlamydia answer, by yeah, the way? Yeah, it's either a urine test, a swab, or a blood test. Okay. Oh, yeah. So blood test. The old swab down the cock eye. Yeah. So I think like just How do you all- know? Because I Googled it. Oh, you ready? Okay, no problem. But you just said, yeah. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been throwing. Yeah. Um. Um, no, but the the Instagram thing. I mean, what I find interesting is uh, Andre from the or Dre from the Coconut Crew is uh, he was off social media. Yeah, your uh, your good mate ninety seven, mm. and uh, he feels like he's come out of retirement the same way I have. <laughs> I've never seen someone go so full on uh, yeah. trying to get like a junkie that needs his username. Oh. Have you seen? Have you been following this on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, he's um. Have you seen this, TJ? I saw that he posted some bloody heroic message about Instagram have implemented some changes. Oh, no, no, no. Not this one? one. Another one. This was a week ago. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What did he say? Throw your mate under the bus. It's all good. (laughs) No, he he wants the username Dre Barber. And so someone someone else has Dre Barber in, in the US and he's trying to call him out so he can get the name. Call him out meaning... Oh, just get his attention, message him, that sort of Cause, stuff. Because your mate's such an influencer and deserves <laughs> it. Is well, that right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he just he just wants the username. But, I mean, but I'm guessing the other guys, in fairness, is his prob- his name is probably, probably Dre Barber. Dre Barber. <laughs> or his name's Dre and he's a barber. Yeah. yeah. Which Dre's I think barbers. gives him more use yeah. for it than it's a your mate. <laughs> Let's say your mate. Also, Andre, mate, you weren't on social media a month ago. You've just come back on. Hey, fucking rich kid. <laughs> well, I, I remember I actually... Um, uh, deleted Twitter uh, in a retirement, a social media retirement in 2011. Mm. I got rid of my Twitter account and uh, then I regretted it straight away. Oh, like when I say straight away, maybe a week later. Yeah. And because I deleted it before removing the username, the it, the username had gone into one of those pools where you couldn't access it. Mm. So there was uh-huh. three months of me as at Joshua Jansen and all my tweets were just me tweeting Twitter support, being like, hey, guys, can you try and relinquish this username? I would yeah. love to access And Did I ended it, up getting it. It worked yeah, by it doing that? Ended up they were thinking, yeah, yeah. fuck, this guy is so yeah. annoying. <laughs> but, I mean, that was 2011. Uh, I guess the heyday of uh, Twitter probably wasn't for another two years, maybe mm. a year and a half. Mm. But who, like I was, I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about people being like addicted to the Twitter feed. I just don't find the um, not interested. Oh no! I mean, but your 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 drug of choice is the Instagram yeah. feed. Let's do the old. I know we do this quite a bit, but let's just do a quick um, time spent in app. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to the gym? <clears throat> no, this one. This will. Uh, Where do you get it again? Well, to be screen time. To be honest, I'm going to. Um, I'm taking a break. Not like a big break. <laughs> How can not we support retirement. you? How can we support? Keeping the Daily Talk Show Instagram chooching. So so you're saying someone else can fucking sp- use their time? No, no, no. Like no, if- no like let's all just, it, rather than me spending how many time, how much time I'm spending. <laughs> okay, let's right, do let's last seven days and then the per day amount of oh, time. Oh, okay. I think this will probably blow you away. Okay, so... I, I, how, how many hours for the past seven days? For so you? on the main 
breakdown. It's four hours and 14 minutes per day with the top most used. And this should impress you. This should make you feel a little bit happy. Instagram was the top used. Yeah. At ten hours and fifty minutes, I think that's across the week, yeah. across seven this days. Why I 10 think hours. I'm depressed. Okay, because ten hours—that's a lot. Don't that's you think? a fucking lot of time. <clears throat> What's yours, big boy? Four hours and forty-two minutes. Yeah. No, that's per day. We got you cut. No, that's over the last seven okay. days. I'm right. two well, hours. Baby, that's about to change. Okay, because I'm <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Per day, top. Top number. So, uh, so per day. Top number. Like the oh, top, the top number. number. Yeah. It's only four hours and 43 minutes, right? Okay. So a little bit more. It's just, yeah. But Instagram for the last seven days, because I haven't been feeling very good in the last week and this could be <laughs> it. Meaning what? What do you mean feeling well, good? I'm like just mentally? like a little bit depressed. Yeah. 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 You're going to uh, get that exercise in, but yeah, no, it makes I've it been walking. I feel good today. Okay, walked good. with Peter Shepard. 18 hours and 27 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> On Instagram, too much, too, too much. Hours. The funny thing is, the next one down's only two hours and thirty-seven minutes, which is Chrome. Fifty-seven minutes on Messages. I'm terrible at iMessage. People well, I got, message. I got YouTube at four hours and twenty-eight minutes. Fifty-five minutes for me, but I'm Spotify. Mm, it's too am, much. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, do you, yeah, there is definitely a direct correlation between mental health and phone usage. Mm-hmm. It's full on. Like I even find this doing this show. The seven days is is Oops. making me think a lot more, and I'm like getting home, and then straight into like I'm try. I need to check myself constantly, checking myself. Mm-hmm. So I get it, and and I've got a distraction, which is a kid. Well, think about it. I was saying this to Pete this morning. Normally, when you have a bit of an off week, you just like lay low. But the timing, what like having a podcast, mm. like what I was I was listening to an audio book. What is it? The power of radio. What the power. Power of Radio, is that what it is? Yeah, I can't remember. Um, and um, they talk about all this stuff in there. I'm mainly listening to it as a way of being like, how did radio do it? Mm. What are we doing this Yeah, different? We, we talked earlier in the week, yeah. trying to get your head around radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so one of the things they talk about is don't say, that, don't say that you're tired. If you say that you're tired, like people are listening in because they want to feel great. And yeah. when you're tired, it's going to fucking ruin their day. I, I, I get that. I know that is something that I thought about when I was on radio. But I don't think you can do it with this. Nah, podcast is different. You, you get in the ebbs and flows, baby. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Like the if Gronk I, squad, you know, sometimes feels a bit tired. Yeah, and I guess it's okay. Like I think that I was reflecting on it. Mm-hmm. If we're not feeling great or if something's happened, should we, are we, are our audience better off? Are you, the listener, better off hearing that mm. or not hearing that? Making the choice of what's best for the person listening is something you need to think about, but then there's also how you don't want to be masking. Like I, I got a fucking splitting headache right now. Yeah, I'm trying to bring my best self. Mm. I don't know how much it adds to the convo. I feel like I'm having a stroke again. My fucking right, my fucking lip. I think this is all the anxiety stuff. You know how I said the other day, I think, what side is it? It's always the right side. Yeah, I'm fine. But Sorry th- to take away from your headache, but I think nah. I was having a stroke. I'm fine. But yeah, so that's why I'm like, I, it's only when I think. Uh, it's probably worth mentioning if it's directly impacting mm. the people around you. So if I was in a shit mood, but I didn't tell you, I think then it's, it can be a bit of a problem. Well, then because then you're just projecting and all that. Like, yeah. have you guys know what, what is the telltale sign if I'm not feeling good? Because I haven't I haven't necessarily talked about it that much. I'm glad you asked. It's food. If you haven't eaten, mm-hmm. you're a fuck. Um, which I want you to just eat more consistently because <laughs> I think it's uh, you actually are more regulated. Yeah. Too much coffee, obviously. It's um, not good. Not good. 
what else? What else? What else? And so this sometimes you're a bit manic on in in what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're manic sure. to obsessing over this one thing. Uh-huh. But I, oh, telltale, telltale sign is you in your phone. Mm-hmm. Like this, the procrastination, which we all do. Mm-hmm. But I know yeah, I can tell when you do it. It's my mm-hmm. wife too. I know when she's kind of in her head, mm-hmm. she's like doing something that's like this mundane scroll, t- yeah. thing, yeah. right? Because it's like you can be doing that while thinking about the thing you're thinking about, you know? What do you guys think? The little things that just yeah. trigger you really hard. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of an example over the past few days. It's, it's you right now, mate. <laughs> You're fucking triggering. Oh, no, I was trying to think, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it is a piss take, but the static carpet. Oh, yeah, You sure. know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's, it's annoying. Getting fucking shocked. Dude, how amazing is, is it that I haven't been shocked yet? It's exactly. either that or I never touched you just the camera. Yeah, there's a, yeah, you're trying to find the stick. <laughs> Dude, where's, where's the, the USB stick? Yeah, where do I plug this into? You know fucking rats have USB uh, ports now? I mean, humans will at one point have a fucking... Um, USB-C import yeah. in their brain. So Mr. 97, he's the only new source. No, I watched Verge. I watched the whole... Um, you watched the keynote? Yeah, I watched the 17-minute one. It was like the best bits, but then I watched the longer version, which is Elon Musk's company, Neuralink, which is going to fucking connect people's brains, consciousness with fucking computers. So you'll mm. be linked with AI. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Like the shit that they've invented is beyond belief. Like these little fucking wires that are smaller than a hair that will be injected into your fucking brain by a robot that will get around blood vessels so they can... With a, well, with a laser as well. Yeah. and will here's get how around intri- my follicular. <laughs> Definitely not. They actually won't be able to penetrate your skull. <laughs> but they, they they have to do it with robots because it's so dangerous and the robot can work out exactly where rats. the blood vessel is. It's oh, sorry. Enough, you're using yeah. the, robots the, the robot to do it. is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so humans can't yeah. do it. It's too mm-hmm. fucking meticulous. Yeah. Um, and... They have to factor in things like breathing, heartbeat, changing the position of the brain and where where they're uh, penetrating. So they that's why robots are the only ones cut out for the have job. Have you had an MRI before? No, I haven't. Uh, what is I that? Have. It's like a it's, it's like, like the, the disc. Oh, actually, yeah, I have maybe. Yes, I did because when I got my nose broken, um, it you have How to did you get your nose broken. Oh, a guy punched me. What did you do? Did you- I was going to say, did deserve oh, I was, punch, I was punching on with his friend, and then he came and punched me from behind like a dog. Uh-huh. Anyway, a king hit. Yeah, they don't uh, call it a coward punch now. They call it a coward punch. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, what does that mean? Why do you say they call oh, it a coward? Cow- it, it sounded like you said they don't. They- oh no! Well, I went to call it a king hit, and then mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. we there's are nothing, changing the language. There's nothing king about it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, yeah. a coward punch. Yeah, it's a you're a fuckwit punch. And so your nose was fine, by the way. Uh, nose broken, and I think I. I think I need to get um, more surgery at some point from a deviated septum, which a lot of fighters get it. I'm now, you know, a lot of UFC guys get it. Joe Rogan had it. No, it's like if you've ever had your nose broken, you can feel, but I can't breathe as well out of this nostril. And Mm. what happens is up there, you can get it sorted and then I'll be able to breathe. Like a lot of fighters, they fucking cannot breathe and they have it done. They're like, how was I alive? Yeah, yeah. You're probably more likely to have like sleep apnea and nah, stuff. Like no, I'm good. I'm a good sleeper. It's just this one side, you know. Anyway, can you notice it. I can notice it. I can just notice like it's more block, more so blocked than the other. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. I'm not un- not un- in an uncomfortable yeah. place. Well, the M- MRIs you have to stay still. That's what freaks me out. Like, what stay still in. for a few seconds? Yeah. No. Well, we, when someone says stay still, yeah, stay it's still. a lot harder. 
Don't you think? Well, you start, you're, you're consciously trying to identify any movement you make. When someone says stay still, it's very hard. Breathing means you're not still. Yeah. Heartbeat means that you're not still, mm-hmm. hence why they're doing the robot thing. But you got to, yeah, I know, you're being more conscious of your body, right? Yeah. Because it's, even there was, uh, Mr. 97 was showing <clears throat> me some prototypes of the app uh, that, what is it called? Brainlink? Neuralink? Neuralink. Neuralink, Neuralink is the company. And one is the first release of this product. Yeah. So Neuralink, uh, they've got a whole app and they Neura. Are, uh, Neura. Neuralink. Not Neuro. No, Neuralink. What does Neuro mean? It's like neural. Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. What does so Neuro mean? Neural, it's like a brain. Neural is like you've got neural pathways in your head. Oh, really? Yeah. And Neuro is, because I think of like a neuro surgeon that deals with the brain. Mm. Either way, you say you're you're saying the app. uh, The app uh, it tells you to um, think about moving your hand left and right Mm -mm. as a way of interfacing with the iPhone app. So cool! And so the funny thing was, I was saying to ninety seven, "What are you laughing at?" No, continue. Uh, I was asking him to do it, and the interesting thing is, if you keep your everyone try it right now, Mm. get your uh, uh, right hand, just put it down. And think about moving it to the left-hand side of your body, moving your hand, but do not move your hand. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Can you it. feel your hand tingle, your right hand tingle? I can feel my hand. but I, I got the sense that my hand was tingling like it was fucking like my brain was doing something. Well, it's, yeah, it's really identifying the... Self, like so, in meditation, in Sam Harris's app. Don't know if you, you know that I do that app. <laughs> you do, no, it's very. You know what? You are. You should email him and say and say how well it's worked because yeah. you. How about you do it? Yeah, I could. I could email and say it's great because the thing is, my business partner. Yeah, is my doing business well. partner's doing great. And the thing is that you use the free He's currently one. Currently meditating. You've actually like done it. Oh, mate, there is not a chance in hell that I won't pay for the next year's subscription. Mm-hmm. And so, but in the... Do you reckon you would have had the same effect with Headspace? Uh, no, because I like Sam. Mm. I like I like him. I was thinking uh, yesterday, he's my he's my one that I guru. want on this podcast. I want him on. Like, he's a guy that you could have a serious, com- fucking serious conversation. I want, to, I want to be in a position where he's on the show and I can just ask him dumb questions. Just ask him what I feel is dumb questions because he's just got the smartest answers mm. for most things. He's a neuro- neuroscientist. Do, the thing that I was thinking about this morning... Jordan Peterson mm. versus Sam Harris. Yeah, I love that combo. But what's the difference? And not knowing that, like this is me, I haven't spent the, there's people who spend hours and hours listening yeah. to Jordan Peterson or something. <clears throat> and you, you've, you've listened to a fair bit. Mm. So you might be able to call bullshit on this or not. I feel like Jordan Peterson is more likely to tell you what to think versus Sam Harris tells you how to think. Uh, no, I think Sam Harris tells you how we think. He's so in tune and understanding of mm. how consciousness is. But don't you think Jordan and Peterson is more likely to say, uh, these are the things, like um, like the, the topics that he's covering <clears throat> is more like stuff that you could use in a debate, mm. but it's actually not like the Sam Harris is actually giving you, like if you listen to Jordan Peterson, uh, 
which you used to listen to more Jordan Peterson than Sam Harris, I feel. Like I feel like there's being a shift or whatever. Uh, yeah, I like both. I love what listening to yeah. them together. I, that's the best thing about them, right? They are opposites and I think that's are what you're identifying. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely, but they're both, I think Jordan Peterson is, is quite logical. But don't you think Jordan Peterson, like I feel like in a conversation, if you listen to Sam Harris, you're talking about like, being present and how you do all that sort of thing. If you listen to Jordan Peterson, you're saying why women wear lipstick. But like it I, feels I like that's, that. I think that is misrepresenting them by using those examples. Well, that's what I mean. But I feel like the uh, Jordan Peterson stuff is always sort of. I think it's more, more probably, sort of politicized. Yeah, but I think politicized more, or more they, uh, about society and how uh, gender issues and all that sort of thing. Whereas Sam Harris from my experiences through you and what you're uh. communicating is it's actually more about self and how you're in the world rather than getting hung up on status and working out all that sort of well, shit. Well, you understand. They, they, I don't know the answer. One's a scientist but, and one's a psychologist mm. and the scientist deals with f science, fa like factual science that uh, can, can sometimes question logic, right? So the, you could be a logical thing to do right now, but then the scientific fact of this situation is this. And so Sam's following science and Jordan psychology Peter is psychology science. Well, yeah. Yes. But, but it's, it's not science in the way that uh, a, new, a neuroscientist of science? deals with What it. is psycho? Like, I mean, this is way out of our um, pay grade or whatever the fuck you want to <laughs> call it. No, them. but I think, I think. They do you understand what I'm saying? Like if, if, if someone was to say, who should I listen to? I feel like listening to Jordan is, Peterson, though. you're more likely to end up uh, developing an an angry dude. No, not a chance in hell. You don't think? Not or do at you think? Do you not think? At all. Do you think nothing... angry dudes are more likely to listen to Jordan maybe, Peterson? Maybe, maybe because they're fucking struggling. Mm. And the thing is, uh, what I love, I listen one of Jordan Peterson's things and the claims that people make about about him and what he's done to people and what his audience have done. He's like, I'll hold up the fact that I've got 25,000 letters from people saying that I've changed their lives over this fucking statement that your audience is X, Y, and Z and are angry. It's like, I think there's more factual information in the fact that he receives. There's a lot of white supremacists that would say that their lives have been changed by some pretty, there's probably a lot of letters to the KKK saying life's yeah, been changed. But, so is but, that? So, the, but when I'm you not saying that he's a Nazi. When but you, what I'm saying is like, isn't? <laughs> but isn't isn't that a factor? Like, yeah, but how, no. What I'm saying is, one, you're representing somebody based on just what a few people online are sort of spinning and saying that he's well, not people even are. that. But like, if you go, if you watch any any of his, and maybe it's the type of areas that he's playing in, mm. but you go into onto YouTube and you watch his lectures. Mm. And I, my personal experience has been that they are normally bigger issues rather, and some of them might help you. Like maybe some of them will help us rationalize mm. why we do what we do. Mm. Um, but it's not necessarily, I don't necessarily feel like I walk away with coping mechanisms. It's, if anything, it makes me feel more like I'm, thinking more about these things mm. and but, making I mean, issues of stuff. Whoever Jordan Peterson helps is the person that is requiring that type of help in the moment. There is men, many self-help gurus, not saying that's how he sells himself. Mm -hmm. He's more of an educated self-help guru than any of these other, you know, people who have done a coaching course or just motivational speakers. But 
you, I see how I go through moments of resonating highly with people's content. Yeah. And I've gone through periods with Jordan. I've gone through periods with Sam. And you're with I Sam like now. I together. But don't you think no, that you I, feel I've better? I've been watching some. I've, I've yeah. been watching Jordan Peterson's content. Yeah. I don't think they're, they're not really saying. One, Jordan, uh, Jordan Peterson is a Christian and he's got an interesting observation, an uh, interesting point on Christianity. And Sam Harris is an atheist. Mm-hmm. And I like listening to his take on religion because it's the opposite of Jordan's and meeting in the middle. That's mm-hmm. what I, I actually like that. So mm-hmm. you get yin and yang in some respects. I guess that's the other thing too is like people can have like Jordan is nor, nor good nor bad mm. somewhere in the middle. Like he's got probably some great things, some things that aren't amazing. But I guess it's it's interesting if we if we are who we consume, if we're consuming this content, mm-hmm. I wonder whether people who are resonating with certain things, they might resonate with the mm. 5% that's not necessarily productive mm. to their self-development. But, but it's like people want to throw it out if Jordan Peterson has a few bad eggs in his support group or his audience, mm. right? It's like... I get that, but it's also what about helping people? If you were to choose, if I was to choose as a person to go, I can create this massive movement, help mm-hmm. a fuckload of people, and I'll have a bunch of bad eggs, mm. you know, Nazis or whatever that respect some of the things he's saying because they're principles of life, mm. right? They're, they're just they're logical principles of how we live and how we exist. If I was to choose that or have nothing, what would you choose? I'll choose the one that has some bad eggs, but I was able to help a bunch of people. I think that's the reality. You're a comedian that has all these people come see you. There's a bunch of assholes in the audience. Yeah. Probably someone who's killed somebody in that audience. Can you control that? That's the yeah. thing. But then people are getting in trouble for the audience that they have. But it's but because but their content draws in a certain type of audience. But what as are well. they saying? That's what I think. He's completely misrepresented Jordan Peterson because. I don't know what he said. I haven't heard anything that he said that in, incites violence, incites racism, sexism, any of these things. And if, no, and if I guess you part say- of it, part of it is that, and this is the interesting thing, is it's like everyone's got their opinions, and you can. But I guess part of it is what I find interesting is like I'm not necessarily observing at the, uh, like at that individual level of what Jordan's doing, I'm looking at like, okay, how does it impact my friends? Where do they bring it up in conversation? Mm. And that's like, okay, like this is, is this thought productive? Are these ideas productive? Um, And then I... But if you don't understand how it was pitched and how it was said and the context of it, it's like it's misrepresentation. If you don't actually know the information, you're making assumptions based on, I get it, your friend might say X, Y, and Z, but it's like, uh, it, what, do, what can we control? We can control what, what we say. And he's a guy that chooses his words very, very carefully. And do we have control? Ricky Gervais talking about this. I don't, I don't have control of how someone interprets my joke. I know how I say it mm. and what I am intending for. And if a few people don't, understand it or get it in the way that I was putting it out there, that is not my problem. And well, I know I mean, what you mean. A, I, don't, I mean, there's I, a difference between, I, th- I think there's a difference between Ricky Gervais and Jordan Peterson is Ricky Gervais is an entertainer that's providing comedy. But he's still highly offensive to people. Yeah, and that's which what is you're fine, saying. You're which, saying Jordan which Peterson. Which is fine, but I think Jordan Peterson, it's the 10 rules of life. It's the, uh, 
he's giving prescriptive ideas of of how to live, which is fine. But don't you think? Yeah, but I think that you can. I don't think just like he's not all bad and all that sort of thing. Mm. But I think that you can. uh, It's risky to say Jordan's misrepresented, which means all of his ideas are solid. I think he's misrepresented by people who don't look into his work and then criticize his ideas. But do you think that mo- there's a, a lot of people who would be consuming his content that aren't looking like, are we assuming that every know. single like, person I, is reading every single chapter of his book? I don't know. So what do you guys think? What do you think through it, Neil? I mean, he's, he's from Toronto, isn't he? Is he Canadian? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I have a proper stand on this point just mm. because I don't I don't listen to either of them actively enough to have a proper say. But like I used to listen a lot to the minimalists because I found it was something I related to. But over time, I was like, okay, some of these things I can see where they're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Mm-hmm. And I would find other alternatives. And like there's obviously always going to be people in an audience that are not your ideal customer, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't, as the creator, you can't really do anything about it. If something that you've done has connected with someone else who maybe is not the ideal type of human being, you can't control that. It's just whatever you did resonated with them. Mm. I mean, the beauty of our beast that we're creating is that if someone does something wrong, it's just that they're a gronk and we're okay with it. We're we're inclusive of all types of gronks. You're a murderer. Like, gronk move, bro. <laughs> gronk, gronk, gronk move. move. Dill, you're a gronk. You're a great guy, though. Uh, yeah. 97, what do you think? <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm in a very similar position to Dill because I don't, I don't consume Sam Harris or Jordan Peterson. I've only listened to, like, like probably half their episode on, like, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan or whatever. But, I, yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peterson's interesting because he comes from the background of having all the research and all the facts and all the knowledge and all the rigor behind his thinking, but it's the, I guess sort of like the space that he plays in is like a, it's, it's a touchy area. And so he like, like what Dill was saying, he attracts all these people that resonate with his content and it, he doesn't have really control over that, but I just tend to avoid the content cause I just don't want to, well, I think if you... It's att- like, like look, look at YouTube recommendations, right? That mm-hmm. just feeds into his audience. It's literally like, you you watch one Jordan Peterson video and the rest of them are just like Jordan Peterson uh, argues with a feminist on air. Like it literally every feed oh, yeah, is yeah, that. Yeah. So it's hard to get... And he's pers- not even creating those like other no, people exactly. are. And so, and so that's the point. It's hard to get perspective when all you're fed is this one bit of content from him. You don't actually get to see unless you actually actively seek mm. this out and search the specific thing. He's a, he's in the game of having complex conversations and people are not complexly, not a word, uh, dissecting his conversations. So they take a little bit, not like simplifying it, yeah. the complex. And he's over here going, I actually didn't say that. Well, so, but I actually it, said this, this and this. And so, so I guess part of it is um, if you've got all of this uh, uh, content and – the idea is that you need to before uh, before you have a true understanding, you need to read all of it to understand the full context. Mm. Is there danger then? I guess in the bite-sized chunks that can end up. No, because out I think they can help so many people. I think so many people. I mean, this is the thing: people who scoff at him 
haven't fucking written a book that sold 20, 30 million copies. But that we know that a lot of people can be. But no, you but can it be a, fuck, a lot of people. You can be a fuckhead and write a lot of books. Yeah, but I'm you saying be, I don't. I think I think for the fact that there's been huge movement is it's helped a lot of people. And so you hear a few like within an audience of whatever it is, twenty million people. The the five percent is very noisy. They don't like him, and you know there's left, there's right, there's mm-hmm. fucking there's media outlets that make get you know get clicks based on mm-hmm. writing articles that are saying, oh look what these people said, look what these people tweeted about. So this is the thing. I I, I don't think we you throw him out because he's done so much greatness yeah. for for people. And Sam Harris, I mean, he's a guy that despises Islam. Yeah, and so. I mean, he's polarizing in mm. his beliefs and thinking, it, and that's why I like listening to both of them because they're so different. Yeah, I mean, do you find that? Have you worked out that there's certain people that, if you consume them, you're a better version than? No, if you that's listen. who I've been consuming. Yeah. Sam, Jordan, mm. all these people. That's what I consume, and I'm like, I'm not leaning one way of going. This is him. I hate Sam because of that. It's like mm. that's why I like a full spectrum, mm. and I'm sure. And I have. I wonder how many people though. Like the full spectrum, it's like what I is... I say full spectrum, yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm not it's fucking not like listening to left-leaning yeah. feminists. You know, yeah. that's not it's not what I'm listening to, right? Mm. So I, it's not full spectrum. It's, it's, I'm at least having some, I think it's some, a broad spectrum, but it's probably not. It's, yeah. it's probably it's an echo, echo chamber. Echo, yeah, 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 exactly. It's literally like whoever's on Joe Rogan or... But I like think is, there a challenge, is there a challenge in us being like, okay, what could we be listening to? Mm that would actually be that spectrum. Like how do we sort of colour our mm. c- consumption so that we are then more empathetic mm. to a broader range of yeah, people? I, yeah, exactly. When someone says I'm open-minded, bullshit. You're yeah. not open-minded. Yeah. You're in your, your mind that has an echo chamber. But isn't that it's, the biggest danger? I guess the biggest, like it's the Joe Rogan effect where it's like there are a bunch of people who will only listen to Joe Rogan or they yeah. only listen to Joe Rogan and there is this assumption that like, They've got a good grasp of the world based on what one dude is. Of course, giving, of giving course, them. yeah, yeah. It, it's exactly right. And and when you're the biggest podcast in the world, you have a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. And the shit that he says that I'm like, ah. And I was watching a podcast of his. It was a highlights of someone else, Brian Callen, one of my favorite comedians. He's Joe's best friend, and he, there was like five episodes, you know, 32 of the Joe Rogan show. It's amazing <laughs> seeing their setup and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, but he, he went to like 145 and the shit they're saying back then, I know he doesn't say now. Yeah, and so and and it's fine to ev- have an evolution in ideas and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I think there's just something, I think we can all do an audit mm. on what we're consuming. Yeah. But you've also got to go, anyone you're criticizing that is saying something or not selling or basically communicating an idea at a, at a high level, mm. at a mass media level, is it's a fucking, I don't think courageous is the right word. It's you need to be quite brave to do it because mm. when anyone com- criticises these people, are you willing to stand up and have your opinion out to the masses? I don't think well, most don't people think are willing to. But, it's, willing- because, but it's because they're, they haven't entered into that arena. Yeah, but, the, but the, so then what gives them the fucking right to criticize I think, ideas? I think that, that I think that if you're been playing, highly thought about. If you're if you're playing in the public arena and you're willing to um, give big ideas that are going to impact people, mm. th- there should be a level of critical thinking of course, that is applied to it. And so they would, are up for yeah, that, but, but I mean that's a thing. Like 
what's the alternative? It's like, no, like Jordan's done his research, just respect him. No, but what I'm saying is like I think a lot of people's thoughts on Jordan wouldn't stand up in a conversation with him because he's thought about it. So it's at this this micro thinking on – a, mac- a macro topic, right? So it's like this, ah, I didn't like this, but but, but it means this and this. It, this is where it wouldn't stand up. That's why I'd like to have but, these people to ask sort of dumb questions because I think we all ask the dumb questions. The, but the interesting is, the in- the interesting thing is that's his thinking, right? It doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And so I guess it's, that's I a mean, part like, like, yeah, he's, but he's, what's he's right and wrong, right? So is, science, is science right? Yeah, but I don't... I, because people not, are questioning not, science. Yeah, people but not are, all of his things are based on science. You know. No, what I mean? no, but I'm saying yeah. for people question Sam's thinking. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, fuck, dude, he's a he's a scientist. Yeah, scientists yeah. rely on facts. You're relying on feelings. Mm. You know, a lot of people are. Well, he's got a hypothesis. Are, but feelings aren't facts a lot of the time, right? Yeah, but I guess part of it. But it's also like how, I mean, and this is, we're entering into conversations where we don't understand, <laughs> which is why it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think uh, my point of it is, I think that. Uh, when, whenever you have quoted Jordan Peterson, it's amped up and it's normally um, more negative than whenever you talk about Sam Harris. But you need to stand up straight about, and pull your shoulders yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, it is more like I feel like when you're talking about uh, things that you've learned from Sam Harris, there's empathy and thinking and all that yeah. sort of like. If you think about it, Sam Harris is like from what I've experienced from you is it's always comes from a place of uh, how am I feeling? How am I reacting in the moment? Whereas wherever you talk about Jordan Peterson, it's like people don't understand him. We're doing this thing. Like, not, they're, they're different things. I, I'm, I'm talking about him being misrepresented. It's not saying I'm not quoting him. But I think that I'm people saying- are more, I think people are more inclined to uh, enter into that world which i wonder yeah, yeah, about yeah. from you a self-development what? You know what? point, point everyone of view. needs to do a piece of work if you criticize jordan peterson consume his whole entire book don't consume the first chapter that's the thing don't like if you were wanting to have an objective opinion on something actually understand their but opinion but if you read the book is, is it then objective well i think you can because there's a bunch grasp. of people who would read the book and yeah, then say get- i am now now i've read the book I'm objectively going to tell you I don't like it based on the lens yeah, that they've put okay onto then. it. That's okay then. No, but I don't think it is. I think that that is that like there's so many examples of that where people say, hey, I've read the book, which is now why I'm in a position why I can say that it's uh, not good. No, but maybe you have the, – the problem I have is the lack of informational facts that they actually have in the criticism Criticism, if you're willing to beat down someone's idea that they've thought of, you need to have some information, some ideas, some facts of why. Because every time someone criticizes it, they're obviously saying, that's a bad idea. Then what is the good idea? I think that's the conversation. Isn't there there like, how about this? There's heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps of ideas. Yeah. And what we, the ideas that we focus on, and that like, there's ideas that are right and wrong. That are both right, but I'm not even saying right now. However, but but there is like the the opposite can also be true on a bunch of these different things, and mm. everything is so nuanced. And so, trying to apply a single idea or saying this is what it is, this is how it is, mm. or this is it, it is then putting a certain lens or a certain spotlight onto life that might actually be 
unproductive to what we need to learn. So we're actually just securing our own position rather than being like, mm. oh, yeah, because you can say, it's easy, that makes sense. There's a lot of ideas mm. that you could say make sense but isn't necessarily good mm. for society or for yeah. relationships or for all that sort of thing. But right? I think when we question anything and if we don't agree with it, we're obviously saying it's wrong. So then what is the right? What's that version? I think that's where people struggle to articulate if, you know, their criticism of something, but then they're also, what they what's the answer to that then? If you're saying my answer is wrong, then what is the answer? Do that work in finding out what the right answer is. Well, maybe you. it's, maybe it's an, like whatever you should be on, what you should be focusing on. Maybe that's part of it. Like part of it is like when, uh, so um, if if someone's having a discussion with someone else and it's uh, on a big issue, and then someone's like, "Hey, here's a fact or an idea, mm. and this is why I think you're wrong." Maybe you're focusing on the wrong bit. Mm. Like I guess but that's and so, and so what you're saying is you need to match whatever someone says with their idea and say, "Hey, you need to prove that specific one." Whereas I feel like no, when I'm no, having I'm a not conversation, even saying, I'm just saying question yourself because if you think someone's wrong. Uh, you do you have the answer to it? I'm not and saying so you need your to point, lead, but come so, with it, but it's like but, just question why you think something's wrong, and then and m- so do some work around why you think the thing you ha- what is right. What and is so the that? person who gets that bit of information from Jordan Peterson should probably do the same. Of course, they're testing it on their belief system, their well, world, guess, and and I guess that's a point. Is I get, what could be lost in the conversation is it sounds like it's like you need to prove why. Uh, what Jordan's saying is wrong. Mm. But in a um, top-line overview, Jordan Peterson is trying to help people be better people. That's it. And so that's where you you comment on the lipstick thing or whatever. It's like you, you're actually looking at the wrong things because I think... The, or is he saying the wrong things? Maybe he did. But that's what I'm saying. But like we, the I point is do, that but the, my, the stuff that I get, like I feel like the stuff that well, it's like, okay, I'm going to consume this content. It's like, okay deconstructing feminism or whatever it is, uh, what are you going to walk away? Are you going to walk away a better feminist or are you going to walk away with um, ammunition as to Mm. why you need to stand? Well, I think you see, you definitely see the trends in what people, what reporters and things, people talk to women about. And it's kind of died down on talking about pay gap and all this shit. It's like you see how it is not that productive because it's, complex in his thinking. No, but it is productive. I think that like it's 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 no, unproductive no, no. for saying, anyone that's I'm... on top, anyone that's benefiting from a pay gap. No, but I'm saying it's not productive in trying to get sound bites out of him talking about why there is no pay gap. You know, so my point is that I, he hasn't but I don't see him being spoken to about that shit in mm. recent days. Yeah. Which is a good thing, I think, because I don't think it's that productive communicating to the masses that there is no gender pay gap. It's this is why there's no gender pay gap. You know, that, so I'm saying yeah. I don't think that's productive talking about that shit. And, and so, so that, but my point is going back a year, that was a bit like you would send me videos on like, hey, why no, we were I having, haven't got no, it. No, but we'll, we were having conversations yeah. around all the shit. Yeah. And so I was sending, I'm not just sending you fucking random videos yeah. about I know, something. but the point is that people can easily say, hey, this is why. The funny thing is yeah, but so we would watch th- the same video and I'd be like, oh, actually, I got this out of yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. But yeah, then you're throwing context. it all out. So it's like helps no, it's the masses, but then there's a few things you don't like about but, but it. But who's so the masses? Then th- a, a mass amount of people. That's what I'm saying. A mass amount of people. 
that could all look very similar. Yeah, but that all could so, be this, who come from how, the same sort of experience. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It's he's helped a lot of people, and people want to throw out him with any kind, any any negativity surrounding him. But it's like, why would you do that? Why why would you do that? Like, why why are people criticizing someone who's helped a lot of people? I mean, he's helped a lot of people. I mean, not to and bring it always the, into the Nazi stuff, but fucking, there was but, a do bunch you know of people. What you're talking but, about but, there? Yeah, but because this is the thing: that idea that you, if you help a lot of people, you are by default should uh, shouldn't be criticized, or you need no, to. I'm have not saying you. I'm not saying don't criticize that. I'm just saying he he doesn't need to be thrown out just because some pe- some some off people have resonated with his content. Yeah, no. I, th- I don't think that, I don't think you should. And when you bring up these Nazi things, like you see how misrepresenting no, 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 that no, no, is to connect no, be, people's no, because, names no, together. Because what I'm saying is, what you're saying is the the idea that uh, if someone's helping a bunch of people, why aren't that, we looking at that though? Why aren't we looking at that? Why is the why is the focus on the few bad eggs that have been helped? I don't think that that's that but that's not why. I mean. I'm, the funny thing is when I'm saying the Nazi thing. I'm not saying that he's breeding that. I'm saying the the thinking. But imagine behind... having your name connected to that shit when that's not your intention. Imagine if we all, all of a sudden had um, white supremacists following this show. You're gronks if you're white supremacists. So I mean, it's a fucking hard situation that we're in. Yeah. You know, like we can't. Like, what yeah. are we fucking assholes? No, well, I think that that's. I think the hard thing is that you're trying to. Like, if you try and look at it in a black and white sort of setting but aren't you doing the same black and white oh he's saying this bad shit and so you're focusing on that no 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 what i'm saying is you're saying we shouldn't be critical of him because he's helped a lot of people no i'm not i'm saying why aren't we focusing on how many people he's helped that's when the people get so negative about him it's like but what about all the fucking people he's helped as well like no but that's it but you but that can't be if someone has a critical thought on someone but i don't think they have critical thoughts i think it's just but say that but that's it sounds like you're indoctrinated i don't understand but that's so dogmatic. But, but, but there's been no fa- – yeah, yeah, this is the – I think – how can – Because if no your answer to – behind all these people's criticism. That's what I don't think. I don't – that's where I think there's lack. But maybe you're not listening because the thing – like the – because there is – there is a bunch of – like him focusing on certain things mm. within – in the reflection of, say, feminism, for instance, and saying – uh. You know, like there's so many examples yeah, I mean, where it's like, yeah. where it's like, is that uh, productive? Like, is are people using that in a productive way? Uh, and I've just seen it being used a bunch of times where it's like, uh, it's it's not productive. And so my my point is that it's like, uh, anytime someone's critical, doesn't mean they necessarily have this massive agenda against him. They're just saying, oh, you know what, like. How can we think critically about these types of things? If we're going to hold, I mean, hold I mean, them you, up with such a high standard, you're being kind to the people that are critical because he's the most criticised intellectual of our generation. So, I mean, you, you're you're pointing out somebody that's like that's a tame fucking example, right? Oh, Why is he criticised? Because if he's thinking. Why? Because of his ideas. Because if why he's, is his, what, what's wrong with his ideas? Do you think? I, I can. What isn't? Like there is things that are wrong with him. There's things that are right with him. So that's the thing. He, you said, and so that's, so that's my point. Criticized. So why? So that should be the first discussion. It's like there, there are things that are wrong with it. It doesn't just require uh, the people only criticize him. We've got to look at the positive things. 
What's it's more like, noisy though, the criticism of him or the help that he's given? What's think, more noisy? Uh, you said that he sold, what, 22 million books. Uh, are there 22 million books sold of someone saying that he's not great? I don't think so. No, but so I, I, think he's I, got think, enu- I think he's got enough noise around what he's doing. And if yeah, you but look I at my question wasn't what's more noisy. I th- exactly no, my question said. was what's more noisy. But to you, I think what's more noisy is the criticism because this is the things you talk to me about. It's Here's more, what I he think said. It's, I think it's Here's more a bite-sized noisy. piece that he said that, I, you know, that everyone's looking at now. And so that's, well, that's what I mean. It's just media is you think about the topics that will get people fired up and that they'll want to And he enters publish. into those space, yeah. spaces. He's also asked. Like he, you see, he's also asked about all this shit. Yeah. And so my point is the people, like the, the media outlets that are pu- pushing these videos are also benefiting from the criticism. And so it's this spiral, right? I'm not saying don't criticise his ideas. He's He can stand up for himself. I don't need to. And I'm not even trying to fucking say, you know, I'm not trying to stand up. I'm trying. And the reason why I think people bring up the Nazi stuff, right? I don't know if people generally do it. It's just something that I was thinking of. Yeah, because that's, that's the noise you've heard about him, it's the, um, I've heard that noise too, but it's not what I need to lead uh, But with. the criticism of journalism and media and all that sort of thing has been used as a tactic for some really negative stuff in the world. And so I guess that's part of it is it's like... But is it not true? Do you not think that's true? Do you not what think do media th- outlets are using things that topics that are button pushing and I think hyperbolic that, I in, think some, that, in some cases? Yeah, I think that the media is made up of individuals who have a um, some... Uh, have a responsibility to get people to view their content, mm. which creates, you know, which forces them in a position to create critical things and to be headlining. Mm-mm. And we're ta- we're, which it also forces things to be that are extremely complex to be broken down into a headline. And so if your echo chamber is a, a left-leaning news outlet or a right-leaning news outlet, what's going to happen? You're going to be led by that criticism or that noise around certain things. And so so is just, that is that not the? I guess part of it is: Are you coming from? Uh, if if you think about what you're con- consuming, and you talk about the spectrum, if yours is a certain way, could there be a blind spot that this discussion? Uh, is showing that you have based on. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm, not I'm, I'm a better better person than I've ever been. Yeah, well, that's, so what saying, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's a positive thing, which is like my point is, uh, I haven't heard Jordan Peterson's name in a bunch of like a few months, and whenever Jordan Peterson was the discussion, it seemed like unproductive. Mm. And so my point was, you are what you eat. What you're consuming is the Sam Harris stuff. But I it's do consume Jordan think, Peterson too. Yeah. So this is what I, I don't understand. I, I don't know if the point you're trying to make is that I'm only consuming Sam, so I'm better. But it's like I'm consuming a lot of stuff. So sure, I have blind spots, but I don't think I'm over here saying some of the st- you know yeah. negative things or What's trying my to bl- bring people uh, down. I'm not trying to- what is my blind spot, do you think, with this? I, I think there's... Uh, I'm probably in a similar posi- position to you in terms of because I don't, I don't consume any Jordan Peterson content. So mm-hmm. all all my echo chamber is is hearing the Elon negative. Musk's voice. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's the hearing, verge. it's hearing 
Jordan Peterson on Joe Rogan and Joe prompting him to answer these questions or like on YouTube, something might pop up and it's, and it's negatively positioned. So I don't actually hear about the fact that he's sold all these books and helped all these people. But then in saying that, it's like, I get the point, like he's entering into these conversations and it's why his arguments and his, uh, why is he being criticized is because of his thinking. Mm. And, and so I look at, I look at it from there, but I think your blind spot is similar to mine in terms of probably needing to fully form an idea by actually consuming more of his content. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think because then if that was the it's conversation, hard. I think it's for anyone. If that's then the conversation, it's like, well, I'm not going to then just go, I'm right, you're wrong, or he's right, he's wrong. It's like you've then done a bit of work on no, it. No, well, I think that there's – Like I think I think what it is, right, can't you, you consume listen, like, a bunch be, of – Yeah, go on. Consume a bunch of his content and then you hear conversations had by people. Uh, one was on Dan DeBoof's podcast where he had a girl on that was doing a comedy show about Jordan Peterson. But that's – I guess that's the the – uh, disadvantage of poorly thought out criticism, which to yeah, me yeah, that yeah. was entering into dogma, which or the um, is dogma the right word? It's sort of like that single focused. Yeah, it's yeah, they, they were saying like, you know, they were like, oh, it didn't feel like there were many points actually brought up. Yeah, uh, I guess from a broader perspective, what I'm talking about is uh, the nuance of all of this sort of stuff, and I'm not and questioning that there there is. There is nuance. I think, I think it's actually in the last couple of years. I think there is some sort of. It's. I think it's calmed down slightly. With what do you uh, think, Jordan? I guess the bigger question is, what does Jordan Peterson represent for you? What does he represent? Um, a logical approach to life and how to be a better person. I think he's a a guy on a, on a mission to help people be better. And I guess. Uh, so based on that, anyone that's criticizing that, you can see why uh, you get pissed off mm. because you're saying this is a guy trying to do good who's logical, who's just bringing logic into the world. No, it's not just logic. Or, it's or fucking, logic. Not, not even just logic. I think I, what I take from his principles of life is that it's like, yeah, that is a simple logical thought that has had a lot of thought to it behind it. Which have you it, ever thought, have you ever listened or consumed his content in question. Definitely, yeah. I think I do more so now. And more so, so base, now. and so more so now. What what changed for you? I do, I th I think putting a filter of being more sensitive to what the words mean for some people. Whereas scientists, even Sam Harris, he's not he's not afraid to offend some people. Can you some be logical people, and empathetic? Yeah, it's a, that's a hard one. Because it's think? like, well, I don't know. I just, I just feel like when people are using again, the argument of logic, when we're using the argument of logic, it's like oh, this is this is logical to me. Should, but it might not be logical to someone else. Mm. Which, if you're not being logic, if you're not putting on the lens of is it logical for someone else, then it is. Um, like, are we not using mm. empathy? And I guess the other point is, is it's like if. Uh, if you can see, if you're reading this and or consuming this content and you're seeing some of those markers where you're not quite sure, putting the lens of the person whose spectrum is the other way to yours and they are listening to the different types of content 
Mm. You can see where the the friction of is. Of course, and I'm not saying that what he says isn't going to offend a heap of people. But, but we're um, not even talking about being offensive or not. I think sometimes it's just like, is it a productive conversation within the spectrum? Because, I, you know, if there's a spectrum of people who are consuming that type of content, do they need to hear more reinforcing content around this specific thing? Or do they need more empathy in that moment? Mm. I don't know. It's a hard one. And then at what point do we listen to people's feelings over factual information or facts around something, science over feeling, you know? At what point does that then change Mm. where we actually know, well, science doesn't matter anymore? Yeah, I feel like there's probably a bunch of people who can be pretty cunty based on just doing science like just talk like but the, if i yeah, had a mate yeah, yeah. who every single time i was feeling a certain way yeah. said well the science no but i'm something. talking about big i'm not talking about you know friendship i mean sure there's some yeah that that person would be a c-u-n-t yeah. but i think what about why, then when, <laughs> why? but when there is when that's at a at a fucking government level mm. where we f- where we forget things yeah yeah, I, it's, it's I, wonder how, I wonder how and productive brain it is. Hurts. But I guess, brain it, hurts. I guess the point is, is like if you're consuming something and if you understand, if if you believe in 90% of his stuff, but there is a 10% that you're not sure on, then think about that 10% and think about someone who's completely the opposite to you mm. and their beliefs. Mm. You can see the friction points. Of course. And, of then, course. Um, and then is it productive? Does Jordan Peterson need uh, defending? I don't know. Does he need the criticism? Yes. <laughs> it's a daily talk show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Send us an email. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, have we got it completely fucked up? Uh, any well, other? Well, well, I don't even think we're actually saying much <laughs> other than exploring. I think we're to... doing what most people would be. This is. I the... think we're doing more than what most people do. Mm-hmm. I don't think they explore whether it's right or wrong. They just either feel it's right or it's mm-hmm. wrong. And then that's all they do. So the the I think the takeaway is like, yeah, well, I think we do need to get outside of our echo chambers mm-hmm. and we're, and listen to other shit that doesn't feel good when we're listening to it. Because if it doesn't feel good, then it's probably a sign that it's not what we believe in or, you know, that's in alignment with how we actually think now. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it's a bad thing that we feel that way. Yeah. And that's how we fucking expand and, and change. Thanks anyway, for I'm hung- Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need some real food, not yeah, this. some breakfast burritos. <laughs> it's a daily talk show. Uh, go to the website, thedailytalkshow.com. This weekend, episode four hundred. Oh shit! And we're also I'm going to uh, send out uh, the a video of a highlights package Boom. to our email list first. So go to thedailytalkshow.com. Join the drunk, uh, drunk, <laughs> the drunk squad, <laughs> the gronk squad. Join it, uh, and uh, you'll get the email first. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow for weekend banter. See you guys.